Get it? When y'all here, move back. Make sure that you're doing you. That you're doing you. You're only born to do one thing. Hello, hello. It's the Certified Chaos Podcast. It's your boy EJ Davro, aka Man of Hustle, aka Mr. You've been hit by. You've been hit by. <laughs> and it's Sir Lou Eels. Welcome to Certified Chaos. And we have a special guest with us. Introduce yourself, man. Okay. Oh, we get to introduce ourselves. Yeah, okay. yeah of course. Uh, what's up, good people? I'm Todd Anthony Manego, um, actor, acting coach. And um, now, guest on Certified Chaos Podcast, man. Yes, Thank you. Welcome, man. Gratitude yeah, for man. you coming out today. I've been healthy. Um, which is a blessing considering, uh, right. you know, 2020. Y'all know what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I thought 2016 was bad. Right. Uh, I mean, it, we, people don't even remember 2016, right? We were saying in 2016, oh, man, everybody died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 2016? now, 2020 just yeah. blew that out the yeah. water. Like, um, you're right, I forgot. Yeah, people, most a lot of people have because 2020 has been so crazy. But Every other week, somebody is. Yeah, in 2016, it was dumb. I just, yeah, yeah, it's just, you, you want to kind of think positive about it. But how has business been for you as far as um, just the anatomy of the scene? Oh, dude, so um, I've been really blessed um, with um, anatomy of a scene as, just as a, an individual class. Gotcha. Uh, it kind of spun off. Now I have Anatomy Acting Academy. Gotcha. Uh, and we are out there doing different classes. Um, I had a couple of workshops um, this year, a scene study class as well as Anatomy of a Scene. Okay. So uh, it's been a blessing this year to um, just have the people still coming and wanting to learn, uh, wanting to learn and wanting to do mm-hmm. classes in person, you know, demanding that yeah. kind of like we want right, to do it, right. we want to do it. So it's been it's been a blessing. That's great. That's great. That's great. So what kind of made you get into that? I never asked you this. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, I've I've been around entertainment, you know. Um, so when when I first came to Atlanta, a long, 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 long time ago, <laughs> uh, well, came back to Atlanta. I. Um, was involved in the music industry. So I was a manager. I managed um, musical acts. Okay. So um, there was a group called the Youngbloods. Uh, yeah, Sean I, Paul. Right, I was Sean right. Paul's first manager. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, and I had some other people that I managed. Um, uh, there was a group called Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. Um, had my brother Cuddy Cartel, rest in rest peace. In he peace. died last mm-hmm. year. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, he, he was gonna be the East Coast Nate dog. That's what he did. Right, right. But um, uh, I managed uh, Cuddy. I managed Sean Paul, uh, and I managed some other, you know, some other local artists. Um, and so I was always around the, the, you know, the arts industry. Obviously, there was no TV and film industry during that time in Atlanta. Correct. Um, but fast forward a few years, a good buddy of mine was on tour with this play called I Can Do Bad All By Myself. And right. at the time, I had um, I, was, I was doing a master's degree. And I said, man, you know how you need an elective. You, need, you know, you need right, a right. class. Right, right. Yeah, you, like, need, you need a plug-in. I said, I'm going to take this theater class. Because uh-huh. I had already done some theater. Correct. And I was like, well, let me take this theater class. Long story short, got bit by the bug. 
um, at Georgia State. My mentor, Dr. Sherlene Holmes, introduced me to um, the theater in a big way, mm-hmm. uh, to the master um, African-American playwright, August Wilson, who wrote Fences and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was hooked. So I started doing theater. Now, this was in the early, mid-90s. Gotcha. So I ended up doing theater for about 15 years straight. Right. And then around two, well, no, 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 maybe around 12 or 13 years. Then around 2007, I, man, I started getting old. I was like, man, that theater is a, <laughs> yeah. a grind. So right, like, right, right. Let me see what's up with this TV film thing at the mm-hmm. time it had started bubbling a buddy of mine was on tour with Tyler Perry gotcha. doing a play called I Could Do Bad All By Myself mm-hmm. and um, you know I linked up with him he wrote a play I did it we traveled around the south doing a play and um, was introduced to Dwayne through a friend gotcha. and um, the rest is history um, you know things just started happening for me you know 100% so you just kind of lost you know, you know, it's it's crazy. Like every time, you know, when you see people and when they go into that purpose, it's always something that leads them, leads them there. You know, it's always something. So making the transition from, I mean, I know it's a difference, but was it was it difficult or was it easy to go from theater to actually like, okay, um, you know, to to the TV screen? Well, it's interesting you ask that because uh-huh. when you're making the transition, you don't know really. Right, how right, right. much of a transition you make. You, really you make just it. think it's all just acting. Right, because you're in the paint. Right, right, right exactly. But <laughs> exactly. Right. what you learn is is that once you have an opportunity to look back mm-hmm. on it, theater acting and TV and film acting are totally different. They're to- you have to, you're learning a whole new kind of muscle memory. Uh, you know, I come from, you know, yeah. athlete background, so mm-hmm. you're learning a whole different way of being right so um it is a challenge to do it because a lot of times people will say to me all right todd i need you to bring it down i need you to right. you know i need you to bring it down because in right. theater everything is so big and then when you go to tv and film everything is subtle so right <laughs> you know the camera is like right in your face so uh it is a big transition mm-hmm. and um i see it better now now that i'm uh coaching and teaching actors right. who may be coming from theater Mm-hmm. And I have to tell them, all right, bring it down. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you get that experience. I you know? think it's better, though, for an actor to actually do theater. Yeah. I think actors try to, the new generation is running away from it. I don't have to do that, but you can right. always tell when they get around somebody that actually has theater training and it doesn't really go over well. So I've seen sometimes on set where the, the kind of director be like, hey, man, um, just kind of bring it up a little bit. Right. I'd rather you tell me to say, hey, bring it down, as opposed to telling me to bring it up. I don't, you know, and cool. it's so interesting you say that because, you know, we would say that in class at Pan. Mm-hmm. You know, you never want a director to have to ask you for more. Mm-hmm. You would rather t- them tell you, okay, I need you to bring it down a little bit instead mm-hmm. of them asking you for more. Um, mm-hmm. And theater is a foundation. Uh, if you come through the theater, you will have a foundation, an education, and you will learn how to do it as opposed to just coming in trying to be a TV star. Mm-hmm. Movie star so. Because right. what happened is they realized that you don't have depth and you don't really know who you are. You 
start getting around. Uh, of course. <laughs> you get exposed. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. It's kind of uh, equivalent to a rapper not knowing how to actually write his rhymes down and rap. Right, right. So when he gets around people who can actually rap on a song, it's like, hey, man, we, we can't use that song. Right. <laughs> you thought you was on 100, you know, and, and that's the thing about the arts, you know, especially, you know, it's the the microwave uh, society and that whole thinking, it has applied itself to everything. And as, as you said, you know, uh, because, you know, talking with you all and just talk, knowing E and, from you know, from what you're speaking now is that. Everybody wants to be that star first. And, and it all comes with foundation. I never seen a house just go up on just raw land. Come on. You know? <laughs> no matter what. Some kind of it's always built on some type of foundation, you know. I was on set one time and I seen them giving the guy tear ducts to cry. That was they paying him a lot of money. I was fascinated by <laughs> You paying him to and he doesn't know how to be emotive with his okay. Well now I now will say this. Um there are different reasons for that, mm -hmm. right? Um um, just having experienced all kinds of stuff, like, so I have allergies, and I don't know if anybody suffers from allergies. Yeah. What what happens with allergies is it dries you out. Gotcha. So if you if you dealing with that and you got to shoot today, mm -hmm. what happens is if today is the day they're gonna shoot your crying scene, and you ain't got nothing because right now <laughs> right now you obviously you know some acting techniques teach you. Uh, to go to that place that makes you sad enough to cry, right? Yeah. Uh, everybody, you know, doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, learn those techniques and use those techniques. So sometimes people, because uh, there's a physical technique yeah. that you can use to make you cry. Okay. Right? I, I always wondered, right. you know, are they really doing that on demand? I know, of course, some people, because some people are just numb. I right. mean, you know, you get some people don't have no type of feeling to even... Take from you know something to do that. that. Oh. Yeah. yeah, because once you use it too many times, it doesn't affect you like of that course. anymore. Yeah. But right. like I said, there's a physical technique. Like if you just don't blink, mm. if you yeah, pull your eyes up. open, they're gonna tear up. Right. <laughs> they're gonna tear yeah. up eventually. Yeah. They're gonna so, tear up. Right. But if you're suffering from allergies, they may not. Right. You and know, like, you just they just may start burning and hurting so bad you just can't do nothing. So right. the point is. Um, you're right, um, but there are many different reasons Reason for, for that um, and how we get there uh, as far as acting. Because um, I remember you guys on set, and you told me it was a, it was this one I can't I can't never remember the actress, but you said she would cry on cue every time, every time she was a robot, yeah. and I said I gotta work on that. She's like she would go talk to you, and then next thing you know, tears. Yeah. Okay, can we one more time? Yeah. Tears. One more time? Tears. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, come on. but that's a woman too. Yeah, you right, right, right. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, shade, no, shade, but, you know, no, of course I, not. It's listen, true. Man, yeah, yeah, know? yeah. And we're socialized different, right? Mm -hmm. As yeah. men, we do. We're socialized different. We're, you know, we're supposed to be tougher psychologically. All of that. Yeah, we might right, cry right. in the dark, but in a yeah. room full of people, it's like it just no, ain't gonna come. No, right, right. We're just conditioned we're not gonna do like that, that sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, I mean. You're right. Mm -hmm. uh, however, there are many different reasons why that might not be the case in this situation or this circumstance. Because I feel that I never wanted to be the guy who was holding up production. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be reasonable. Yeah, you don't want to be that dude. Oh, we, we, we wait. Wait. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. And so I, I've always said, 
It might not seem like I do, but I work on the small things. It's like a basketball player. Mm-hmm. You picking this spot, okay, mm-hmm. I'm weak on my left. Okay, let me work on this to fade away. So if I'm in the scene, I'm always focused on how can I make my fellow actor the best actor possible in that situation? Not just me. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny because, you know, if when you're working in TV, there's a pecking order, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they have the call sheet. And in TV, just like in a movie, you know, number one on the call sheet is the star of the show. Yeah. Right? Of course. Right. So you're doing a scene with number one on the call sheet. You would think they got it all together, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're number one. Well, sometimes number one be messing up more than everybody. <laughs> and, it's, and it's so funny. Like, when you, when you get into it, you're thinking... I'm working with such and such and such. Right. And then when you get in the scene with them and they just be messing up. And you be on point. And be like, <laughs> you know, they just human. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, I, I believe that everybody should see that. You know, not because you know, some people, you know, that they, they get very malicious with it and they actually want to see somebody mess up, you know, for the sake of, you know, them, you know, looking better. But you actually get to see some people are human because usually, I mean, don't get me wrong, I mean, they are humble people, but usually somebody that's number one, then they're going to act like, okay, I make no mistakes, you know, but that, that does give you a comfortability, like, you know what, everybody's human, yeah. you know, everybody's human, you know, you get comfortable and it makes you better. It does. You know, it makes it you better. Does. Now, I've worked with some A-listers mm-hmm. that didn't mess up. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you Getting know, it done. I've worked with some people who were the star of the show, but they weren't A-listers. Mm-hmm. They were just the star right, of this show. show. Right, this right, show. right. But then I worked with Charles mm-hmm. Dutton, who mm-hmm. he murdered every time they said action. He don't understand. What? He's a great actor. Oh, what? Yeah. Like, I was, I caught myself like, Fanboy, and I'm in the scene. <laughs> I'm in the scene with him. I caught myself just right. Yeah. I got <laughs> like, oh, let me snap out of there. Right. <laughs> Get in character. So. So so let's let's talk about your um your your first role. What was your your first role? Um, that you Every got first role. Your very first role. Like uh, TV on TV. Yeah. Mainstream. Get all pick you up and look like oh that's Todd. Yeah, that's Todd. Yeah. Well, you know your friends like we seen you. Uh, <laughs> oh, he didn't did a lot. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean. I'm, so, okay, and Manny, Manny could probably talk to this too. Uh-huh. In this market, um, we get we get kind of abused. We're like the stepchildren uh-huh. of L.A. and New York. Yeah. Right. right. I, I, I could see that. So I could see that. So what happens is a lot of people in this market are gonna work. On, you know, the no shade, but mm-hmm. the CW, the own, you know, BET. Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? So when y'all say the first TV role mainstream, are you just talking about on TV, any TV, or I got you. on like, like you, you know, you could turn on NBC and see it, or you could turn on HBO. Or what do you What do you mean? Not see, not not. Okay, now, now you you kind of I see what you I see where you're going. Okay, now it's it's a difference. Okay. See now I'm getting educated now, right? <laughs> now see I'm with you. So now I'm getting educated. So uh, let let's say let's say um, NB, let's say the NBC side or whatever. You okay. know what I'm saying? Because I know you're talking you about like the, the big side. Let, let, let's let, let's uh, say that. 
So I will say I've only worked a network television yeah. show once. Okay. Was that MacGyver? That was MacGyver. Okay. That was MacGyver. And, and the funny thing is, the director on that show, and his name escapes me. Yeah. Good dude. He, he seemed to like me. So he was like, every time we did a scene, he'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, put Todd right in the center because this, this shot is going to focus here. Yeah. And then, yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, so I was, uh, I think I shot with them for like three or four days. Right. Nice little check. They, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because they pay you by the day. got to get so, it. And, and I had several scenes I was in mm-hmm. with lines. So I don't know if y'all know Justin Hires. I don't think he's from Atlanta, but he's yeah. lived in Atlanta. Okay. He's a comedian. He's doing his little rap thing now, but he's a series regular on the show. He's the only black dude on the show. Okay. Yeah. One day, he comes to my trailer, and he said, you know, what's up, man? I said, what's up? He said, so, and he kind of scratched it. He said, so they letting you talk? Now, Isolated, right? I I would be confused. Like, what, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Of course. But I was experienced enough at that point to understand that that meant to him that that's not normal. Mm-hmm. Of course, right? Yeah, that was definitely so I had all these like scenes. That. Once the show came on, I was cut almost completely out. I think I ended up in two scenes of the final cut that showed up on TV. TV. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I was on the show, but, but yeah, it's a lot of nah, that works, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Politics as usual. I mean, yeah, it's politics, mm-hmm. but I don't really understand that whole thing. You know, I that didn't make sense to me, and it still doesn't. Because you talked about this years ago. You say you we've all been on set with an actor from another place. And they realize that they are getting their asses handed to them in the scene <laughs> and that you have the capacity beyond what they have. And then they start to realize that if they, if the word gets out that these actors from this particular area are doing great, then they won't start messing with them. What? Okay. Yes. But again, like I said, there's a pecking order. Oh, yeah, always. So everybody in this room is in this room for every podcast. Mm-hmm. I ain't no threat to nobody in this room. Right. I don't care, you know, how good I look on camera, how good my voice sounds. Mm-hmm. I, it's just like that. If you're a series regular on a show and I'm just here for three days and you've got a contract that say you're going to be in 20 episodes and you're right. making $50,000 an episode, yeah. how am I a threat to you? Exactly. So I don't know that that was it. I don't know. I, I'll say that. You know, right, right. You know, like they say, we ain't in the room. We, where, you, know, <laughs> you don't know what's like going say, on. I wasn't in, I'm not in the room where it happens. I want to be in the room where right, it happens. Right, it happens, you know, right? of course. So I, I'm not in that room, so I don't really know. Uh-huh. Um, now, I've been on smaller stuff where I did feel like some of the actors were looking like, Right. We feel it. You know. You know, with their mouth to the side like that. Yeah, you know, you already know. Yeah. The or envy they, and the they jealousy. Come to you off tops because they know uh-huh. you're not from LA. Because they'll ask you, so you from LA? 
And then right. when you say no, they'll start like telling you stuff like as if you don't know what you're doing. Like, right. okay, so you know we're gonna stand over here, right? <laughs> right. All of a sudden, like, you know, been, you're the yeah, great I've been, teacher. I've been doing that for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm experiencing no. You know. <laughs> and you don't right. say that, but I, I don't say that. I just kinda go, you know, okay. Right, yeah, you know, because you know who you are. Right. You know, there's no need yeah, to, you I'm know, to give like, any type was, of opposition. If I was 30, right. I might clap back and say something, <laughs> say something crazy. You know, no, no, no offense to you, but... I tell you what. I tell you what. <laughs> I tell you what, homie. I wasn't as mature as I am now. I wouldn't say right. something In all honesty, this actually happened to me. It was a big indie project. Okay. So they called me in. It's a couple of days. So as y'all taught me, go in, bring it. Mm -hmm. Ad lib, all right, cool. So now, the next day, I had a small scene. Next thing you know, they start writing in scenes for me. So it went from one day to four days. Okay. And the dude, and everybody else was complaining about getting rewrites, and I just mm -hmm. kept showing up and doing what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I started noticing, everybody's like, where are you from? Where are you from? They All of a sudden, it didn't matter where I was from. Yeah, definitely. So I'm sorry. Definitely. All right. Definitely. Well, bringing it has its benefits. Um, you know, I was just, I, and I talked to you while I was there, I was just in the bubble doing a show over at Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah. Uh, first class, everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, off the charts. Um, right. But there was this kid, so they put us in, we lived in these houses, yeah. man. Like these House. huge houses. like On the set. On the set. Like the house was probably 7,000 square feet. Good grief. Two of us in the house. So the, so the dude I was in the house with, he was from New York. Gotcha. So this is an episodic. So he was supposed to be there for two days, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. By the time he finished shooting the first day, they kept, they added, 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 added scenes from now. He ended up in several episodes mm -hmm. And he's probably gonna end up being a series regular. That's how it's supposed to be. So, you know. Right. You know, always be professional. So yeah. I just, I just think it's important mm -hmm. to, you can always see who actually has training, doesn't it? Right, right. He clearly had training. Um, it, it made some of the series regulars uncomfortable, though. You know, because I would be like, we'd be on set, and I, sometimes I watch the monitor, and he would do something. He wouldn't deviate from his lines, mm -hmm. but he would create action around his lines, and the people in the scene with him would be like, okay, what just happened? <laughs> and they wouldn't just go, you know? And he was just, he was bringing it. You know what it is? It's like playing sports. The playbook's here, you're playing quarterback, but then you start doing this and this and taking off. It's not wrong what you're doing, it's just, I've never... Yeah. Uh, you know, and we used to talk about that. I, I said, look, I play receiver, but you got to play, but it ain't like practice. In practice, you get to run your route, and, you know, but in the game, I might be playing Very against different. a four or five-star corner who ain't going to let me do what I want to do. I still got to do it, but I got to figure out another way to get to it. Right, right. In the same timing, right? So, and that's what we do as actors. Because I don't know what kind of energy you're going to bring versus what kind of energy you're going to bring. So I got to be flexible and I got to be able to still do what I need to do in the context of, of, of the play itself. So how has it been working on set pretty much in the bubble? Man. Watch protocol. 
<sighs> so this was this was a Tyler Perry production, all, mm-hmm. although it was unique in that this was one of the few top. I don't know if he's ever done it. Tyler Perry productions where he was just on there as a producer. He didn't write it. He didn't direct any of them. He, you know, he showed up. I saw him one day. Right. Um, and uh, he was in the house across the street from mine. He wasn't even. I didn't even see him on set. I just saw him come out the house one morning. Uh, I was walking. I was going to breakfast. I was walking to breakfast. I saw him come out, stand on the front porch, <laughs> yawn. But it was it was crazy because <laughs> the way they did it was they had like different directors. So. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Tyler Perry Productions, but they'll shoot a whole season of a television show mm-hmm. in like two weeks. Yeah. Oh. They ain't playing. <laughs> yeah. Contrast yeah, okay. that. Okay. When I shot MacGyver. We shot. We shot. It took us a week and a half. It took them a week and a half to shoot one episode. Yeah. <laughs> Working. So right. we shot eight episodes in. We shot eight episodes in nine days. That's a lot. Oh, they was going hard. <laughs> oh yeah. So that's a and that, that's a lot. Yeah. Right. So yeah, exactly. That's a lot. Exactly. And I've never worked on a soap opera, but that's what a lot uh-huh. of people were saying. Okay. But it was it was fast paced. It was um, it was. Like I said, everything was first class. You go on the set, they got a car, they got a vehicle waiting outside your door to pick you up. So if you're, if, you know, if you're supposed to be up on set at 3.45, I look out the window, it's 3.30, vehicle out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's Just time to go. Right, right. For me. right. For you. It's time to go. That's me. <laughs> yeah. And on a set like that, don't be the reason. Well, right. I mean, yeah. How can you be late when the vehicle is out there waiting for you? Right. No excuses. Yeah. And every day you had to go get your um, temperature check. Every fourth day we had to take COVID tests. Gotcha. Um, they had um, the the dinner tent was fifty yards away from my house. Mm. Walk like in this big field in the middle. At night, after we wrapped, they had all these food trucks out there and a liquor truck. We took care, yeah. Right. What? Take care. It was man. It was like you know, and I'm older, but it was like it felt like my college days exactly. out there because it was a lot of young people out there, mm-hmm. like your age and under. Yeah. So, the first week it was warm. So, after wrap. The food trucks and the liquor trucks, it was a party. Right. Of course. And it was a lot of young people. Yeah. So, you know, they running around, you know, the girls running, grabbing their, they, you know, music it, playing. Right, it was like, right. okay. So I'm out there like, okay. I like this. I'm going to head on to the house. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, it made me feel old. I, right, I right. Like it's nah, you, 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 old. you're never old, you know. You're hey, never man, old. It, 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 I get it, it made me feel old. I, I hung around. It was like, had a cousin. He was like 18, 19, mm-hmm. and I had to kind of be around. Oh, and I just sat there listening to him talking. I was just like, I don't get it. Oh my god, she yeah. just kept. <laughs> 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 Very different. I don't get it. 
don't get it. But he, <laughs> it, it look, you know, and, and I've heard about because I was uh, uh, speaking with a, a great brother of mine yesterday about that, telling him, you know, where it was and, you know, basically the size of it, you know. Now, the is it, you know, now, now correct me if I'm wrong, is it bigger than the ones in L.A. or the, you know, for size-wise or? Well, studios in L.A. are different. Mm -hmm. Um, so studios in LA are like you go on a studio lot in LA it's usually comprised of a whole bunch of sound stages so it's just one sound stage next to another one next to another one next to another so it just looks like a bunch of warehouses right and they create the world inside of that inside of okay this is Fort McPherson it's a it's a it's a previously a military base and it's I don't know, a couple of hundred acres. I don't know how many, but it's, right. it's big. So on that, there's only 12 sound stages. Okay. All the sound stages are over here. So they have, but what Tyler Perry does, I don't know if you've ever been on, if you ever went to the other lot on, on Greenbrier yeah. that they sold, but he has a whole world set up. So you, you might be driving and see like a neighborhood. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember you talking about the real, hospital. But it ain't real. Yeah, yeah. So, that's, you know, right, okay. You might be driving and see the White House. Like, okay. Up on okay. the hill, it's, okay. it's a full yeah, so yeah, he's creating that aesthetic, you know, that way he doesn't have right. to go outside right. to go Apartment complexes, several neighborhoods <laughs> that look like real neighborhoods, <laughs> right, streets right. and everything, like nightclubs, churches. Okay. There's, a, there's literally a big yacht. Out there, just just strictly for for taking. Yeah, that that sits in this thing that they put water in. They put the green screen up behind it, so it's literally a boat sitting in some water. That it's crazy out there, man. It's yeah, it's nuts. And then they have all of this right. lodging uh, for crew, cast. You know. They have these trailer things set up, so when you're in quarantine, you're in this little trailer, mm-hmm. and then when you, you stay in quarantine, they move you to the house. It's, it's nuts, man. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I, I'm, I always want to hear somebody's perspective from, from a mainstream perspective mm-hmm. about actually being on set, because I'm not sure how they do it in L.A. Pretty sure it's the same thing. Um, well, you mean as far as being in a bubble now? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of productions... Um, are shooting on location, but the but the productions that are shooting on on the studio lots, it's difficult to do a bubble, right? Tyler Perry has a unique situation. Yeah, yeah. Very once you come on that lot, you couldn't leave. So once we came on the, on Tyler Perry Studios lot, mm-hmm. you pull you pull into like because I drove, but they wanted to come get me. They wanted to come send a car to my house to get me. <laughs> And I was like, nah, because my thinking was, when I'm ready to leave, really? I don't I want to go. For y'all. Exactly. I want to go. Exactly. But you pull in, they get they get all your car stuff out your car, they wipe your car down, spray your car down. You go straight to COVID testing. Yeah. Right. Like in the lot, they COVID test you, and then you go from there. They give you all your stuff. They gave you like toiletries and everything, and then they take you straight to quarantine. Bomb. And you can't leave. But I can imagine on these studio lots in L.A. where they don't have that kind of lodging to accommodate everybody. So even if they have you in a hotel, you still 
around people who are not quarantined. Exactly. Whereas Tyler Perry, everybody was quarantined. Nobody could leave. Even the extras had to stay. That's crazy. That makes sense, though. Everybody on set. Everybody had to stay. So if you were extra, uh-huh. you stuck. Yeah. You did all the whole time. You did the whole time. But, and I don't know how much they were making, but they couldn't have been making that much. Yeah. To be stuck there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they was, they were paying. Because I, you know. Yeah, in this situation, yeah. yeah. Listen, to be there for, you know. Those amount of days. 14, because, yeah. you know, when, I don't know if you, you've done this, where they have you on hold. Yeah. So, they held us from December 6th to December 23rd. That's what we had. To, that was our contract. Mm-hmm. So they got to pay you for all of them days. Yeah. Right? And let's just put it this way. I wasn't getting scale. Yeah. <laughs> getting <above> scale. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I don't know if y'all know, scale is like 11, mm-hmm. 11.53 a day. $1,153 a day. Yes, sir. But yeah, they weren't paying scale. They was paying above for your talent and your time and experience. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Shout out to Tyler Perry. Shout out to Christian Keys who they produced it, and it was a great opportunity. I wasn't their first choice, but I I got it. So yeah, it was a good look. Yeah, man, that's 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 dope. That's dope. So. Obviously, it's probably a top one of the top sets working on. But what are some other sets that you kind of like working on? Um, I, I'll tell you, and I've always had fun uh, working uh, for different reasons. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I work with Charles Dutton. You know, Charles Dutton, and I played him and Loretta Devine's brother. Mm-hmm. You know, I be can you imagine the fun we had on that set? Like, yeah. you know, Paul Williams was my brother. E. Raj Mitchell was yeah. my other brother. Like. Gosh. I'm around all these people who mm-hmm. I've watched for oh, years, mm-hmm. and yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Obviously, uh, working with Forrest Whitaker was crazy. Like, um, you know, Chris Broncato, shout out to Chris Broncato and, and Paul Eckstein, who were the showrunners for Godfather of Harlem, um, and, um, you know, the writers. Mm-hmm. Chris Broncato wrote uh, Narcos, too. Mm-hmm. So, I, shout out to them. Um, you know, to be, you know, handpicked and, and to have, you know, Forrest Whitaker as, you know, the producer, Il Finesh, who played his wife on the show. Yeah. So beautiful and just so nice. Uh, that set was really fun to work on. Um, so everywhere I've worked has been fun, but I'll say this. Um, American Soul was probably the most comfortable gotcha. I've ever been on a set because again all of my scenes were with number one on the call sheet Sinqua Walls who okay. played um, 50 Sun on Power, Power. right okay. he plays Don Cornelius on this show he, he's, he's number one on, on the um, call sheet him and my other brother Jason Durden gotcha. um, they just man they just didn't act like stars man you know they was always you know it was like Definitely. they weren't stars, even though they're stars, you know, mm-hmm. and um, they to this day, they'll hit me up. You know, mm-hmm. they, it's like that's the most comfortable I've been. So I, I'll say 
that was probably one of your favorite sex yeah, work, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it because you, it's always every nothing. Not, not that there's anything wrong with other sets. It's just you just know that one is like if they call me back. I'm gonna be back. Right. I'm right. going back. Well, if anyone calls me back, I'm gone. <laughs> 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 We're not gonna turn down no money. Like, and, and you know, and and you know, but to your point, it's I like the money. I, I'm sorry, I like the money, but you know, at some at my age, is is it ain't about necessarily the money no more because I ain't hurting for the money. For the money. Right for now, for me, it's the experience because Correct. I had never worked on Tyler Perry Studios uh, for Tyler Perry. I thought this was a Tyler Perry production. It turned out not to be, you know, because we shot American Soul on Tyler Perry Studios mm -hmm. at Greenbrier. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I had worked on the Tyler Perry lot before, but I hadn't worked for Tyler Perry. So I thought this was going to be a Tyler Perry thing. I thought, you know, turned out not to be. But that was one of the main reasons I took it. Right, because, because you, at, right. at this time of the year, I was like, might as well. For, right. Well, no, I was actually thinking December sixth, December twenty third, mm -hmm. in a bubble. I don't know if I want to, <laughs> you know, right. gone like that long at the yeah, end of the year. Yeah, right, I, right, right. Know, even though you know, I see what y'all gonna pay me. It looks good. Right, but still, but it's still, not, again, it's not about the, it's about the experience. Right, but it was a Tyler Perry thing, so I said, right. let me go right. because right. this will be an opportunity to work with Tyler Perry. Blah blah blah. I didn't get to do that. Because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Right, right. So now I'm doing it more for the experience uh, than necessarily for the paycheck. Um, you know, uh, I had a conversation with somebody on set about um, uh, your corporation, your 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 loan out corporation mm -hmm. that, that they pay when you work. Okay. Because like many other actors in this, um, in this city, I have a, a job. I have a regular job. Right. Right. So, if you mess around and make thirty, forty thousand mm -hmm. dollars on top of your job, you gonna get jammed <laughs> up on taxes. Right, taxes they have, coming for right. <laughs> they coming for your head. Right. So that's a consideration too. <laughs> right. Because I don't just have a job; I have a career kind of job. Right. Right. So it's like if you if you telling me come to set, we gonna pay you thirty five grand. I gotta think about that. Like okay. Right, like, you know, yeah, how to manage this, right, right, because you're going to have to pay, right, and, I, and then like you said, that's in conjunction with what you're already doing, right, so it's yeah. not necessarily about the money, because I have a situation right now, and I know nothing is permanent, right, anything could be gone, but of course, I, I, I have to think about that, like, okay, you're going to pay me this amount, but, you know, we want that money, we yeah. want them serious regular jobs, we want uh -huh. them jobs where you making sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars hundred thousand dollars an episode but do you know what you're gonna do with that money yeah because right. we all have heard the horror stories about artists who get jammed up by the IRS mm -hmm. who file for bankruptcy they go broke all the time but they have this huge tax bill uh -huh. so we, we we don't seem to think about that uh, and I'm not putting it all on young black artists. I'm putting it on all young artists and artists in general. Mm -hmm. We want the money, but we don't know what we're going to do with it. So when you said that about the paycheck, I'm, I always think about that. I say, all right, mm -hmm. yeah, the paycheck is going to be nice, right. but I always try to have a plan of what I'm going to do with that with paycheck. That, right. Because <laughs> so that's important because you still have a, a, a practical life to live, yes. you know? <laughs> you don't want to fall to your bottom line. And exactly. Going, right. Hey, 
I made that much money? And it, and I you just filled it through it. I owe that much in taxes? Right. Hold up. You know, I don't have no right. kids I can claim no more. <laughs> my kids grow. <laughs> my kids grow. <laughs> You know, so that's definitely, that's definitely, uh, it's good something to think about because, yeah, the taxes is real. Taxes is real, taxes man. Is real. So, it, and, I, and I know, like, y'all are businessmen, y'all, y'all, mm-hmm. you know, have an idea of, you know, setting up a corporate vehicle and understanding how to, you know, avoid Certain the tax things. bill, you right. know. Uh, you can't, yeah, if you know what you're doing, <laughs> we have to do that, right. You know, right? Our president showed us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to finesse. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't mad at him. I have a I have a banker, uh, homie. He said he has people who make a hundred thousand, and he works for uh, you know a very prestigious bank that get returns, and they know what to do. And how. I say, nah. He oh, said, you know, there are Fortune all the time. companies that get tax returns. Right. You know that. Right? And we seen that with uh, uh, what was that? Uh, Amazon. Amazon, AT&T, yeah, yeah. Delta, Coca-Cola. But as you said, you you go, then you go in for the experience. You know, you make what you make, but you you know you you can't you can't do that. But that's what we at though. Yeah, you know, right? But then, hey, it's all about finessing. You know, they don't care why should we? I t- hey, it is I what mean, it is. I care because right. you know when I when I get my check. They take taxes out. Yeah. Right. Of course. So you want. But to, I ain't getting ready to get all the way to the end and pay you again. That nah. We're sense. not gonna do that. So. I and that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. Nah. We're so not gonna double dip. That's the game. Yeah. Maybe that's the game. Find a way to do that. I, I try to do mine quarterly. So you pay taxes quarterly. Yeah. Interesting. Man. But see, you, we talking about income from a job. So yeah, I understand what you're saying there because I have a job and I can't move that money around enough. To not pay taxes on. See, I'm 1099, so everything I'm paying. So yeah, I have yeah, to make sure I, to where they don't hit me with the, oh, <laughs> you gotta pay, yeah. oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta pay about fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, okay, no, nah, I don't wanna do that. So what right. I do is I try to break it down pay and then, yeah, yeah. And as 1099, you have other options too to uh, to avoid mm-hmm. that taxation. <laughs> that we're talking about. And that's what it, that's what it's for, you know. For sure. But sure. uh, since you're here, uh, what are some of your top five movies <laughs> that you just didn't have to be from now uh, back then? It doesn't you know, I had this list together. Now I can't think. <laughs> you put me on the spot. Um, but Godfather 2, Minister Society, uh-huh. are definitely uh, in my top five. Um, oh, um, Sugar Hill. Gotcha. Uh, Sugar Hill is... It's a good movie, man. I mean... You, you know, what you gonna do? I gotta um, go back and watch all those. <laughs> I wanted those. Um... Let's see. Um, oh, um, I actually really like. Um, um, dang it! Now I can't think of the name. Getting old sucks. Uh, 
What's the movie with Denzel? Uh, King Kong ain't got oh, nothing. Day. Uh, Training Day. Day. Not, right, yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's my top five, but that came to mind right now. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. kind of hard because it's one of those you see a movie, you're like, oh, I really can watch yeah. this movie. And so, right. Movies that I would watch just over and over right. again. Look, I just watched Godfather yeah. 2 the other day. Right. I watched that, watch that movie every week. Training Day is one of those movies, yeah. though. I've seen that. Training that's Day. What's your top five? My top five? You know, you only watch like six movies. I don't watch a lot of movies. Oh, you don't watch a lot of movies? I, you know what? I, I'm starting to now. I guess as, as, as I'm progressing, you know, in age, I'm starting to see. Yes. <laughs> but my, my, my top five, let me see. Um, man, uh, what is it? Hoodlums with Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, oh man. That one tough. Ain't you that, know. Didn't he play Bumpy Johnson in that movie? Yeah, he yeah. played Bumpy. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say The Matrix. The first Oh, one. I got to put The Matrix. <laughs> yeah. I got to put The Matrix. You got to put The Matrix. Um, three, we're going to go with Training Day. Uh, four, let me see. Just X-Men, actually. Okay. You know, I, 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 I don't I like superhero movies. Really? Yeah. It, it, and I, I'm not big on it. I just I, I got pulled in that one. You know, you, you, you know, women gonna drag you in the movies for something. And I women actually dragged you into the. Yeah, she was. Like, yeah, and which was weird. But I I sat down and I actually you know enjoyed the X Men. I, I and let me see one more that I just I'm gonna always because I'm a big comedy person. But you know yeah, that was right, right. you know I'm trying to see what other movie I'm I'm just gonna watch over and over and over. I think that's pretty much it, man. Cause it's so I'm so limited, you. you know. But those, but those like, but especially like, hoodlums. I'll go and put that on just like you know, cause you get to see, you know, where we were in that time, you know. Even though you know running numbers were illegal, well, it's not illegal if somebody else is doing it, you know. But you get to see, right. you know, yeah, right. You get to see where we were and, and, and how things were handled. But yeah, th those those are the movies I'm just gonna say. You know what? I'm gonna watch. Okay. You know, <laughs> what you got? So I'm gonna go, City of God. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I never seen. Okay, City I'm gonna have to go check that one out. I also go with. Uh, damn, I just had it on. City of God, obviously. Collateral with Jamie Foxx. Okay, Cruz. That's, yeah. that's a that's a good movie. Yeah, good movie. Black Panther, just because of the magnitude of what it meant. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I just seen that. Time. <laughs> you I just saw that. I just seen that, man. I just seen. I'm late. Little late. <laughs> A little late. But, but you got there. Yeah, I got there. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And then you have... Damn. I'm like you now. You you think about it. But then you got My City of God. My old rubbing off on it. City of God, <laughs> Black Panther. Then what else? You Collateral. What else? Moving. I used to watch all the time. The Heat with Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Mm -hmm. Man, my oh, daddy loved that movie, man. Loved that movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> he had that big-ass box. You know, the two, yeah. yeah, the two tapes because it was so yeah, long. Yeah, so I watched that. Another movie. Let's do it again. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. I, yeah. I love that movie, man. Come on, man. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Why hasn't it been remade yet? I don't know why. No, they don't need to mess with that. They should. Certain stuff you don't mess with, man. Certain stuff yeah. don't mess with it. Like, I don't think they should have um, made us come into America, too. You don't, I don't think so? Think they should have messed with that. A lot of leave people it. are actually saying that though. Leave you know, it alone. Mm -hmm. and let it sit. Let, let it sit. <laughs> right. Don't you know? Don't remake those movies. Don't remix a Luther Vandross song. Don't insert <laughs> stuff. Right. Don't it's it. sacred. Leave it alone. Let it alone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
story like that, then I say, yeah, but right. if not, don't, don't play with stuff like that. Well, you know, Hollywood has run out of ideas. So Another one, too. I watched Stomp the Yard, the first one. Really? I watched that movie. You know, my, here's the other one. Um, Swordfish. Mm -hmm. That's it. Swordfish, yeah, Swordfish. swordfish. Hey, that's a great movie. Yeah. A great that's movie. A great movie. Yeah. a great movie. If you had, to see the, you know, because I had this thing to where, you know, I thought, oh, yes, always in the movie. That's the only thing I remember about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, <laughs> she was tough and everything. I, we was in the movie theater. And so she did it. And I, my mom was right there. And I was just like, and then the man behind me was like, ooh. <laughs> 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 But yeah, that. Do you remember the movie? Uh, the um, was it Tom? Is it Tom Cruise? No, who was in the movie? No, it was uh, Leo DiCaprio. The movie where they was dreaming and then the Inception. The inside. Inception. 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 I never seen that. I, I heard that. I that movie, and that's a movie that I watch. Every I've heard. So I need often. to see that. I have a, uh, a, a great, partner who. That's a great movie. He he refers that to me all the time. Inception. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie. Okay, I'm gonna check that. I'm gonna check movie. that out. Now, it's not good. It's great. It's yeah. great. Yeah, it's and on, it's, it's a difference. To me, it's on the Matrix level. It's like oh, that, okay. Where you gotta really be. I'm gonna tap in. The Usual Suspects. Oh yeah. Like those are movies I can just watch because uh -huh. that whole Kaiser Sose thing. And every time I watch it, I go, Now would I have figured this out? Yeah. You know. I got you. And Man on Fire was a good one for me. Man on Fire was crazy. Yeah. I never seen that. You gotta watch that. Yeah. I was trying to come up with a, with another Denzel movie, but Man on Fire. Uh-huh. Shit. Man on Fire. That it, might be his best one. Man. Yeah, between that and, for me is that and Hurricane. You like Hurricane? Like so that. what about what about Malcolm X? I like that. I just feel like everybody picks that. That's why I don't. Okay. But, uh, Malcolm X is definitely there. But Hurricane for me was the one I was like, yeah, this dude can. Yeah. It's always that moment for every actor, you like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. motherfucker cold. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, but shit, we here. Actors. Yeah. Growing yeah. up. Who were you watching growing up? Um. Or in general now. You know, I've read a lot, you know, in the 1800s by candlelight. You. <laughs> <laughs> you say by candlelight. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I grew up in the 70s and 80s, man. And, and I'll be honest. That was honest, a great time. I, I didn't. I, I went to the movies, but back then, you know what was big when I was growing up was the scary movies. Mm -hmm. Jason right. and all of that. So when I okay, went to the movies, okay. it was that. It was um, the movie I remember when I was young was like Beverly Hills. You know, stuff that don't. Yeah. Stuff that don't. I like that. Well, no, no, that's that, one like, movie. I like that movie. And I, don't, I yeah. wouldn't watch that movie. Now. Nah, it's corny, you know. But, yeah, it, it is, but it, I like that movie, though. You know, yeah, so. Banana and tail fight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to fall with a banana and tail fight. Like. So I, I I think that you know I, I didn't you know it was you know my adult life when I really started mm -hmm. more so paying attention to that kind of stuff. But I just I've read a lot. Yeah, that's and that's where I'm at now. Where I'm starting to actually sit down. Like when 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 I put that up that I had just seen Black Panther. What you know you get like where you been? It's just like I'm just sitting, just getting to the point where I'm sitting down and say, okay, I'm gonna watch the movie. Like what y'all just, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm gonna go watch those movies. You know the ones that I just tuned into just to sit back because you get so much, you know, you get so much experience and you, and you get to draw from it. And plus you get to see people like this man really into this character. And I just want to say this: shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Uh, 
I do it. The fan who said she had never seen all them black movies. What's her name? I can't um, think of it. Cause I, I told but you know what I'm talking about. I said. Yeah. That's what everybody said, man. It's a like, shame. We, we started listing black movies and she had never seen like. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just like, what? <laughs> you need to go back. Yeah, it was. And she wasn't young. Like, she was. She was old enough to have seen, you know, certain some of those movies. Like we weren't saying like let's do it again. We weren't even right. naming movies like that. I know the movies y'all talking about. A lot of those movies I, I haven't seen. We were naming like Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, Poetic Justice, Justice yeah. Menace to Society. <laughs> Who has it? She hadn't seen any God, of them. She hadn't seen any of the movies, and she asked us to make her a list. Remember that? Mm-hmm. She said, "Make me a list, and I'll go watch them." And I said, "Oh, well, that's bad." Yeah, you gotta do your research. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I just I just think that my my top five actors of all time, mm-hmm. obviously Denzel, we we know that. Then mm-hmm. I'll go with Daniel Day Lewis. Okay. Leo, Jamie, and Tom Hanks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I you know. Scratch that. Not Daniel Day Lewis. Sam Jackson. That's, I'm going to be real. You're going to take Daniel Day-Lewis off and put Sam that's, Jackson That's who I watched. I watched Sam. I just gave him his work ethic. I do. I get it. It's just okay. It's who I watch. Bro. Okay. Right. <laughs> so, you, so you hang Aaron over Barry Bonds. Like... <laughs> I just, I'm just saying, no shade on Hank Aaron. He just played. He just didn't never time. miss no game. Yeah. You know, he, he was good, but... I tell yeah, you, you play long enough, I you gonna break some records. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I, but no, I, I totally understand. This is that, true. But I, you know, I would put people like Don Cheadle in there. Yes. Um, great. You know, amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, phenomenal. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Great actor. Uh, you can you can definitely uh, learn a lot from yeah. watch just by watching him. Uh, Denzel Washington as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would put I would put Daniel Day Lewis in mm-hmm. there. Um, and if you, you know, you, you can only have five, um, that fifth slot would be hard for me. Um, somebody good at it. Yeah. Um, but you can't go wrong saying Tom Hanks. You all. just can't. Um, he's phenomenal. Because he had a run. Well, and not just his run, just his, his, the, his the, the quality of his work, you know. That's what I look at as an actor now. I was telling somebody the other day, I can't look at you sold. I can't look no, I can't look at a movie and not watch it critically. Right. You know. Of course. Uh, some people are just entertained by it, but I'm looking at what he's doing. Like, oh, that was dope how he did that. Right. You know, now how he got of, in the character, right. he could have did this, right. the options he had. Yeah. 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 Because now we look at how how you do something. And then when you see somebody inexperienced do that, you say, mm. "Oh, okay. they didn't. They didn't nail that, right? Because right. they just, you know, they just get the first thing that came to mind. They didn't go deep into it. And these actors that we named always go deep." Yeah, man, it's been real time. I really appreciate you coming on. Well, man. I appreciate y'all having me. No, you gratitude. Gratitude. For a minute too, man. This was fun, man. This was fun. Oh, you didn't try and get me on. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Oh, he was probably said." 
in like March. Oh, you mean y'all talked about it and just yeah. couldn't get me in? Yeah, he had. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. yeah. yeah. you, you yeah, had always said, said about it. He was like COVID because it was real at one point. He was like, I don't know. And I was like, all right, cool, it's fine. So then. Was that me or was that Todd? That was you, man. That was you. <laughs> nah, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what's up. We really appreciate you coming on, man. I appreciate you. Gratitude, good sir. A lot of fun. I appreciate it. Any close remarks, man? Yeah. Uh, quid pro quo. Maybe I can get y'all on mine. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Definitely. We can come in and come. I can, you know, put y'all's feet to the fire about gotcha. what's happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look, I love that alternate experience. <laughs> good sir. Yeah, I definitely quid pro quo. Well, hey, I don't have too many. You know, just stay next to love. Take care of yourselves out here in this chaos. Right. In order to reach the pinnacles you plan to reach, you have to sacrifice the distractions and embrace the priorities. So I'll say that one more time. In order to reach the pinnacles you plan to reach, you have to sacrifice the distractions and embrace your priorities. Mm. That's what it sounds like when the doves cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's another artist you don't mess with. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> I'm a narcissist. I'm like Prince, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, we done. All right, see y'all next time. Let's get it. When you out here moving, make sure that you're doing you, that you're doing you. You're only born to do one thing.